0: Hello! You are listening to Talking Utter Slot, the podcast that thinks toy cars are like life. Best enjoyed if you don't take it too seriously. Welcome to episode 12 of Talking Utter Slot. I'm Scott Brownlee. Joining me is my co host, the man of many aliases. Some know him as Peter, some know him as Wankelix, and we know him simply as. In this episode, Pedro and I are going to discuss, argue about, and try to justify the cars we'd make if we ran our own slot car company.
1: Why are we doing that, Scott?
0: Well, that's because we're celebrating a birthday in coming days, each, not the same one. Well, I'll celebrate yours. You can celebrate, but you know what I mean. We've got birthdays coming up, yeah. And uh, if you tell me when yours is, I'll celebrate. Thank you very much. Uh, The uh, the reason that sparked this thought is that you would think. Being lifelong slot car fans, friends and relatives would get us slot cars and sometimes they do, but some most times they say, Oh, I never know what to get you. And we think, well, a slot car. And they say, yeah, but you've got so many, we don't know what you haven't got. Anyway, that led to us thinking what we haven't got is what we'd really like. And the only way to get it is if we ran our own slot car company. So we've come up with a short list of cars that we'd make. By definition, these are cars we'd most like to unwrap on our special day. We'll not be bound by practicalities like budgets, production schedules, or demands from dealers. These are the cars we want to have. We'll have three or four suggestions each, so settle back, let your credit card rest easy, because none of these exist to actually buy. And let's start with Pedro.
1: Uh, so, uh, this happens every time, isn't it? I didn't realise I was supposed to nail down specific models i think i probably can but i'm going to be very generic and i'm simply going to say my slot car company would take le mans 1994 maybe 1995 as its theme and i would work through the grid dropping the ones that i don't like because there's a fair few of those actually but um i would be 1995 gts i think this is peak peak le mans and um I know some of them have already been done. Many of them have already been done really. I'm thinking about venturies, which I think are a great shape. Venturi. I think the fly one Vent-
0: Venturi. Venturi. venturi
1: Oh très belle. Is that right? Now Che Le venturi. Um apologies to the French listener. Do we have a French listener? We
0: do, well we did.
1: Ah. Ah uh, yeah. Apologies. Apologies. Um Venturi. I've got quite a few of them. I, th- I may have mentioned before there's a few cars that I will probably never put in the eBay, eBay pile and quite a few of them curiously are fly cars. Uh, fly Marcuses, fly BMW M1's and fly Venturi. Is the plural of Venturi? Venturi? Hmm. Um, I've got quite a few of them and I like them but I think they're probably too small. They're pro- I assume they're not really one thirty second. And I would certainly make some of those to go with things that have already been done by other people, like the McLaren F1 GTR, which is a, a gorgeous machine.
0: OK, so that, that's me starting off. You started off with a Venturi and now if you had to plump for a launch livery, it's quite a good choice because there was a number them when they ran for quite a while, there's a lot of liveries. Uh, Well, you see, this is the thing. I'm not
1: taking this... uh, I'm not looking at this flippantly. I'm taking this seriously. If I'm running a business, then I need to work those moulds. And I I have a fallback, which I mentioned uh, in the pre-show chatette. Um, A fallback of cash cows, beamers, and I don't like beamers. Um, But the venturi, rather like for fly. It was a good uh, money spinner, I, I think. I don't honestly know which livery I would go for first. Um probably just that silver one, there was a dull silver one that ran at uh, Le Mans, um, go with that one.
0: Okay. I yeah. I remember when I first encountered a fly Venturi and it was in a skeletric shop in Barcelona. and uh, This was pre-internet days, Palau it was called, uh, absolute fantastic, it's now closed I believe. Um, they had a piece of track nailed, screwed somehow or other on the underside of a big wooden shelf and the car was running round upside down. So so <laughs> strong was the magnet. We all thought the magnet in the Viper, which was the first fly car, was amazing, uh, but the Venturi made that look some sort of pathetic weakling. So this thing was whizzing round on a tiny little track upside down. Uh, there you go.
1: Are you sure it wasn't the pure aerodynamics that were meaning that it could run upside down? Mm, yes,
0: I am. Mm. Okay. Anyway, uh, shall I give you? Shall I give you one of mine now? No, I'm not You're interested. You're not interested? Okay. The listener might be, though. I'm going to stick with the Le Mans theme, because I think we both love Le Mans. I think slot car fans like Le Mans in general, judging by the number of Le Mans cars that get made, anyway. Um, And it's a WM Peugeot, the P82 to be specific, which ran, funnily enough, in the ni- early 1980s. In fact, it ran for what, three or four years. And it's just... the prettiest little thing it sort of predated group C uh, but it ran as a group C car uh, and for those who don't know WM were a tiny um, works supported as in Peugeot uh, did some in gave them some engines and one of the two guys who founded it the, the the W actually worked at Peugeot he was the styling director so that might explain why this car was very pretty it had uh, enclosed rear wheels, it was beautifully rounded, it was just gorgeous and um, it was quite quick. Um, and one, I think one year they were running second or something, I don't think they ever succeeded particularly with it. They're more famous later uh, for the P88 car which had a much longer more enclosed bodywork which was the final year before they put the chicanes in on the long Longstreet on the Mulsanne. Uh, and midway through the race they taped off all the radiator ducts and everything cranked everything up and flew down the street at a record speed of 400 and I think it was technically 407 kilometres per hour uh, but for per In old money? What's that? In old well, money? 250 something, I don't know have to, Yeah, yeah. but they were, the reason they wanted to get to that was to tie in with 405 so Peugeot got some marketing mileage uh. out of it yeah. But of course, the, the the car or the engine uh, did not enjoy doing 400 kilometres an hour with no cooling. Um, and I think that was, the, it was early in the evening. Anyway, WM, uh, lovely, sp- proper spirit of Lamont to my mind. So, you know, a bunch of, I call them happy amateurs. That's probably doing them a huge disservice. They were obviously highly professional in the cars that they built and ran. Um, but they weren't a works team and they were committed to building their own car for Lamont. And I love that.
1: Uh, but, um, so, when I say I would like to do the 95 grid, uh, dropping out the dull ones, I'm pretty sure that a WM ran it in 94, or 95, and I would call it one of the dull ones. Yeah, by that... It looked like a soap dish, didn't yeah, it?
0: Yeah, by that time they, were, they had run a sort of single place, sort of sit in the middle, one make car that they were building uh, to run, and I think a couple of those entered the main race. Um, and did they not were they not in a class that was um, nobody else contested so basically as
1: long as they finished they were guaranteed they away. were ca- I mean, one of those they, le mans stories
0: friends of the aco and i think you know I, ah. I think that's you know again one of the parts of the charm of le mans and its history is that you know people who ca- commit to the race particularly if they're french uh will, you know they'll usually find a way of giving them oh in the old days so that's it so yes so the pe- outrageous wm peugeot p82
1: Yeah, I would like to say very nice, but I don't like them. I'm not a big, big fan of open-top cars. It's not an
0: open-top car, it's a closed coupe.
1: Okay, but that's not my point. I didn't realise that. Uh, I'm talking about the 95 one, sorry. Okay, the 95. Uh, I'm really intrigued now as to what that thing looks like obviously for the youtube viewer we will stick a picture up or try and find let's one it, or i'll just do a, i'll do a sketch how about that <laughs> do let's, let's,
0: let's do of what i think it let's do like. both because i think that would be very okay. illuminating and entertaining <laughs>
1: <laughs> the other reason for doing 95 i do i'm going to keep saying it i think 95 was the strongest most honest Uh, Le Mans grid or the last of the honest Le Mans grids because the GT1 class supposedly road going cars um, was contested by the likes of McLaren by the likes of Honda NSX GT1 beautiful machine I would love one of those as a slot car I believe CarTrix did one back in the mists of times or CarTronic or somebody with car in the name CarTrix and it was i have one and it was truly woeful um and also mclaren honda ah ah nissan skyline r33 gtr lm it w- keep the dream alive that there were two liveries that's an awesome guy there's a proper it's a proper, we've taken a car, we've stuck a load of body bits on it, like sills and wings and dams and things, and we don't know if it will make any difference, but bloody hell it looks good.
0: And uh, So you would make one of those? would you? you would
1: I would definitely make one. Even though I have said that you need to bankroll this uh, company and you need to get cash cows, there will be certain vanity projects. Yeah. Huh? And the 33 LM, uh, I assume I could probably rework it to make some of the Japanese Grand Touring Car uh, Championship cars possibly um, they were surely based well they were 33 there were several that were 33s um, whether they were the LM ones I'm not sure but that would be a vanity one I would take I would take the hit on the bottom line just to produce that in a in a decent form with a floating pod and you can make it sidewinder angle winder whatever winder you want I mean, the, I'm not talking toys uh, earlier I accused you uh, b- in preamble before we started recording, that you, sir, were going to be making toys, whereas I would be making model racing cars.
0: And you said that, or you made that uh, accusation from a certain higher moral standpoint, you assumed. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm always up there. Yeah, Yeah, moral high ground is my home. (laughs) (laughs) well you know we can argue about that later you know
1: let's see why did i why did i accuse you of that though you were going oh because you want to make what do you want to make scott
0: well one of the categories i suggested was that we have a kind of you know movie car funny car oddball thing what what would you do to what you know the lady penelope moon buggy class uh what sort of oddball thing and you (laughs) and you poo-pooed that suggestion um have any trucks? Indeed, it? so no, not trucks. We're not doing trucks. Um, <laughs> although <laughs> what I, about vans? vans? a van, trains,
1: trains.
0: <laughs> no, no, there's enough vans in the world. Um, okay, um, so you've got a Nissan, you want to make a Nissan, a slightly ugly, slow Nissan. That's
1: whoa, she is so ugly, she's gone round the other side of the scale and become nice Nice-ish, okay. I take your point. They are a funny-looking beast, and an R32 is definitely a more attractive um, proposition. But I don't... Ooh, did an R32 ever run at Le Mans? Even, even in the pre-testing?
0: Well, this is where your research department, you know, so the excuse thing. Okay. Because what I can tell you as another vanity project. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, there was in 95, someone tried to run, bless their heart, a DB7.
0: Oh yes, I remember. It was the same yeah. the same team that had previously or would come to run the Bugatti E B one. Bugatti?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Monte Carlo splattered sl- on the side. The complete... I wouldn't make that one though. Oh. <laughs> the Bugatti or, or the D B seven.
0: Actually, given your normal sort of I don't like that, we should have had all the list of all the cars you don't you wouldn't make. <laughs> I'm not making that. I'm not making that. Okay. I'm not, don't actually, be so I'm stupid. not I that. make that. Um I wouldn't make the D B seven. Okay. That's sort of informative um shall I tell you my next one uh... are you good you're not oh, go I on. can guarantee you are not going to want one but I think a huge swathe of the listeners will be with me on this one uh partic- a huge a hu- swathe <laughs> of the what <laughs> a huge swathe don't get me to see it again it's difficult enough <laughs> A number of people will get. With it. I would like to see a TR7 V8. Oh, you put a, on a rally list. car, and the reason I... Oh, well, you see, you see, I rally. I'm big into rallying, and particularly rally slot cars. And I know it leaves you dead, uh, but I think current current rallying leaves me dead. Old school rallying oh. leaves me alive and kicking. Oh, okay. I did not
1: know that anyone. Try to um, pedal a TR7 V8 particularly fast. Don't tell me it was Tony Plum. Of course. And
0: Per Eklund. Oh, was it really? Yeah, of course.
1: Oh, man. So i uh, will let you finish in a minute, but I have to interrupt you, as is my want. Um, uh, driver number eight on Slot Forum sent me a picture the other day when he was referencing in a conversation that he was finishing off his TR7 and he was going to put a tash on the driver. And I said, That's a bit unfair to put a tash on Joanna Lumley. I'm sure she has one now, but back in the day when she drove a TR7, I'm sure she didn't have a moustache. And so he sent me through a photo of Tony Pond with a tremendous tash, proper uh, Magnum PI tash, and one of those anoraks that, was sponsors loved in the in the 70s which you've probably got a whole wardrobe for
0: <laughs> what the sort of nylon ones that would catch fire at the merists i'd say uh, it was stand away from yeah, yeah naked yeah. flames for sure um with the tash as well i'm sort of hesitating because it's becoming a, a sort of sad cliche but um i worked with tory pod <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: three episodes
0: in a row scott the hat trick <laughs> boom <laughs> It's not really, it's not really surprising since I was the motorsport press officer at Austin Rover. But anyway, um, yeah, a lovely bloke, incredibly fast in a car, but a real nice man. Uh, so, he, uh, yes, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go any further than that. I can say nothing bad about him. I wish he was still here. Would you?
1: Would you be comfortable since you worked with him?
0: Would you? Were you comfortable getting in a
1: car, say, to I don't know, go to a business meeting somewhere with? Tony, would you have happily sat in the passenger seat beside him on the roads, uh, normal
0: roads? You know, not a closed state I would have. I.e., was he a maniac behind the wheel? Um, I never, I was never in the passenger seat with him on the road. Actually, so I can't tell you what he drove like. But I, I think it would have been fine. Yeah, I mean, I think there's. Uh, ah. yeah. I heard a, a story um, related to my wedding. Bizarrely, <laughs> um,
1: we'd hired a car, and the guy had a contract with TWR. Was it twr maybe it was arrows then over in Enstone. no over in leafield and um he said to me oh yeah yeah we've had uh i've, I've driven ricardo zonta in this car and I, went, oh, I was super impressed and my new wife was like oh god um but he said he told a tale of how ricardo zonta um, was bored one day being ferried around somewhere and said he wanted to drive the car and uh, his manager who was in there with him said absolutely not i will never get in a car Uh, I will never be in a car that is driven by my client here, Mr Zonta, the racing driver. I don't want to be in a car with him that he drives because he will drive it too fast. And I thought that was amusing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think they have a a reputation for being that way. I I mean, i used to passenger with some motoring journalists uh, on car launches. Uh, I won't name any names, um, but there's one who's a good friend who was very good they're all well they're mostly good drivers let me put it that way Uh, he was a very good driver still is i imagine and um i learned to sort of relax on the basis that on a on any sensible level i thought i was going to die but actually i figured he didn't have a suicide wish and therefore we were probably going to be fine and we were fine so and the trick was to relax but um no no we'll talk we'll talk about passenger rides another time getting back to my (laughs) tea Get back to my TR7 V8. Uh, Apart from the fact that it would help complete a trilogy of Austin Rover BL cars for me, because thanks to my friends down in Margate, Skeletric, we've got a decent 6R4 at long last. Took 30 odd years, but we've got a decent 6R4. We've recently got a decent TWR Rover Vitesse, and I'm looking forward to lots of liveries and rally cars. Hint, hint
1: i have a story about the twr v but we'll get back let's make this all about you scott
0: <laughs> anyway the tr7 v8 which the was the works car for a number of years before the rovers etc great liveries so those white ones with union jacks on the side sponsored by british airways red ones there was a Golden Wonder one, which was run up in Scotland. So, no, TR7, the TR, so, Golden Wonder yeah. So So uh, lots of I knew, great drivers, Pondy is mentioned, and Perekland. So lots of opportunity for livery. So a TR7 V8, and I think, and I know because I look at these things, we've got a lot of listeners down in Abergavenny uh, where there's a great, in fact, there's a couple of great slot car rallies still go on down there. And I'm sure the guys down in Abergavenny would, would snap up any limited edition TR7 V8 slot model that I or anybody here okay, so w- to make. When you say there's a few people down at Abergavenny, so you're
1: pinning your hopes on selling about 30 of these cars? No. <laughs> they have to have global reach. Well, Scott. I think... There's... A Honda NSX GT1 has global reach. It would particularly tickle the taste buds of Japan, I suspect.
0: Well, you say that, but then CarTrix made one and they went bust, didn't they? So, I mean, I think that's... You know just saying, <laughs> <laughs> rally cars Good rally. We've got, we got need to, both we as slot car makers, imaginary and podcast makers in actuality need to break into the Spanish market. So the rally car, this the rally true. car is the way to do that. That is, if you want the Spanish market, I
1: agree with you. They, um, the Spanish seem to be mad for it, as they say, but I wonder how much of that is beyond Carlos. Uh, who have they got? They, uh, there was a, a Jesus guy as well, wasn't there? <laughs> Do
0: you mean he was very religious or he was called, his, he was called <laughs> no, Jesus? He was actually Jesus,
1: but obviously to me that's Jesus. Um, yeah, I'm still intrigued. We, you presumably will be able to dig up some photos of a TR7 and Golden 1 delivery.
0: I'm sure I will, yeah. And it was a V8. They started off just as the the normal one, and then it became the V eight. They homologated that, one, and that's. Um,
1: but I've seen that's quite nose
0: heavy. No, because the V eight engine was lighter than the six cylinder block. Truly, mm. wow! Okay. It made a marvelous yeah. noise. Um, oh, I'm sure. It did. I think. I think that. I mean, you know, in some ways, you look at it and you go, "Okay, front engine Stratos got to be good," but um, obviously, it wasn't as light as that, and I think. Pondi did... Sorry, sorry. Whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, right there.
1: You are trying to compare a Lancia Stratos, is that Pininfarina design, with a T, a Triumph, ironic name, TR7. Yes. And I will okay f- let's just let's just let that settle i'll, f- I'll fight- see what the listener i'll thinks. Fight,
0: you, fight you to the death on that one anyway what have you
1: i what have you got i agree with you that i well i think i agree with you i'm not sure what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> but i agree with you that the cr7 is a much maligned shape i love the tr7 i had a 124th tr7 i don't know who made it monogram Revell, somebody and it was one of my favouriteest uh plastic kits for a long time until my xjs came along okay. um I like the shape of it. I think it was ahead of its time, and I would love to see a resto mod TR7. Now, there's a thing. There's an idea for the resto
0: mod. Began. There probably is. Singer. A, the <laughs> pr- <laughs> yes. Imagine a, a singer TR7 in a pa- in a parallel that. universe where you know, um, yeah, we had a hugely profitable. Con- anyway, um, anyway, I need to get back to my Vitesse story because
1: mm-hmm. um, for a long time my YouTube uh, watch later list I've had this thing of um, it's the title is something like Tom Walkinshaw gives a guided tour of the CWR factory and it's been in there a long time and I finally got around to watching it two days ago and um, Lone, but I, I was thinking it would be him in Leafield, but lo and behold it's him in Kidlington I never knew he was in Kidlington with um, his outfit there <coughs> so uh, cut to a scene of uh, Tom driving his Jag through an industrial park in Kidlington, and he pulls up outside uh, a gaff and gets out, parks his car, and goes in. And I'm thinking, I know that place, I know that gaff. My mate Nobby works there. And lo and behold, uh, ele- oh, I'm going to get the name wrong. Hopefully, Nobby doesn't listen to this. But electronics something or other, they're in the business of converting classics into uh, EVs. He's operating out of TWR's old workshops in Kidlington and they have barely changed that's one interesting part of the story the second interesting part of the story is as Thomas gives the guided tour there were three Bastos's in a row looking very peachy very peachy indeed so that's my little anecdote about Tom Walkinshaw, Bastos and my mate Nobby.
0: That's fantastic uh, we put we yeah. put a link to this video in the show notes. Oh, God, I'll have to make a note to do that then. Yeah. Okay. Bastos Tom. Tom Bastos. Tom. I'd like to see that. It doesn't ring a bell. I mean, that was. I, I mean, Kidlington was where I remember them being, but that was my era. Oh, that's
1: interesting. Yeah. They also had the Group Cs then.
0: Mm, indeed. The Jags, the, the Rovers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all the all the good stuff came out there. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was. It was a lot of good stuff. And he had, uh, like, uh, on the left hand side was uh, a line of Bastos. And on the right-hand side was it? Was it computer vision? The rally. The rally car, um,
0: yeah. SD one,
1: yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise he was doing those.
0: Oh yes. Oh yeah. Really well. He had his finger in a lot of pies. Let's not go there, because as you've said before, we don't have a lawyer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, what would your next car be, Scott? Oh, I thought you were you, For your uh, toy company. I, is it me again? I thought you I haven't had one from you. Well, my last oh, one. What well, am thinking about? My last one. Well, you think about another one, other than a '95 Lambo car? My last one is actually rooted in childhood memory, and it is a Ferrari 312 F166, I believe, is the full designation. Basically, it was the first V12 Ferrari of the kind of three litre era. So, a car which would be compatible with the Lotus 49 and the, the Gurney Eagle. And the reason it's a childhood memory is I have very, very clear and fond memories of something that we would be given, and it must have been sweets or something. Um, and it had a plastic, a very simple plastic kit of a Formula One car. So, like a top, a bottom, stuck some wheels on the side. But it was surprisingly accurate in as much as it had tread on the tyres and the detail on this car. And it was that Ferrari. And I've never been able to find it since any any listener who knows what i'm talking about let me know because that would really would be a childhood dream come true but that shape of ferrari so still i know you hate the cigar shape formula one cars but i I think that 66 67 when they started to get big fat tires but no wings no sponsors they just looked beautiful that's i'd like one of those and of course there's a market for it because the hornby did the or skeletric i should say did the Lotus and the Eagle and the Brabham etc so it would fit right in so that would be have you noticed how they haven't continued with that line though Scott yes I don't know why not though Mm -hmm. I would have thought yeah it's again I'm gonna put it out there that I don't think they I don't know how many they made
1: but I don't think they were as successful as people would like to think well that that's
0: maybe true and of course success criteria different for different companies I think it's a sur- uh, and my opinion on that comes from a bias of like I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well that this covers most. I think it's interesting if you look at um take slot it, who are making still I so mean remaking cars that they've made before, if I can put it that way. They don't just say, Oh, we've made this mould and we're gonna do six or seven of them and then that's it, you'll never see it again. continually revisit they update etc so you know they're they're still going i don't really and and skeletrics do it to some extent i mean how many mustangs and camaros have we had it must be a success so i find it odd that some things do and don't and yes it may be that they're not that popular but i think there's a i think there's a really good argument for revisiting that 60s stuff because the demographic of the buyer i.e us 50 something blokes uh, are probably more likely to buy it now than we were 20 years ago but
1: hang on if if you're a 50 something bloke uh, the 60s f1 isn't your era 70s f1 is your era so if you're if you were looking if you were in your in the 70s looking at 60s car you were looking backwards
0: True, true. I, I well, I don't know. This is why I don't work as a product planner for a, a real slot car company. But <laughs> why, but I would make my slot car company, Scott's Slot Cars, would make a Ferrari three one two. You keep calling it slots at uh, Scott's
1: Slot That's Cars. easy for you and to say. I'm going to maintain. You're making toy cars. I'm making accurate scale racing replicas.
0: Is that what the name of the company is? Accurate scale
1: racing replicas. Oh, well, as long as that isn't a swear word in acronym form, then yeah, it's
0: very nearly. No, it's, it's very nearly.
1: <laughs> Is it? What did I say? Accurate. It's nearly ass, isn't it? <laughs>
0: this ass car. Uh,
1: that's amusing. Anyway, that. let's. Like,
0: right, what? You're next. What next? What are you going to make? What are you going f- to close what? off and win the game with? What are you going to launch?
1: Well, I, I did say. Uh, I've probably said it too soon. Um, in order to finance my grid of uh, ninety-five. I need to have a cash cow and the BMW E30 shape. Uh, I do like the Skelectric one, but I do know that they run badly. So I haven't purchased one. The Tic Tac livery in particular just speaks to me. I would love to see one of those. Oh, you're shaking your head. I just w- For the benefit of the podcast, <laughs> he was shaking his head.
0: Well, back. it's just you said they run badly. I, don't, I, I have three or four of them, and they run beautifully. Uh, truly, what with magnets in? no I take the magnet <laughs> wash your mouth <laughs> <laughs> what do you accuse me of sir hi <laughs> um, p- sir pistols at dawn sir pistols, pistols. I'll, I'll hurl all my magnets at you um, <laughs> <laughs> no I I, 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 uh, I again this is a perennial debate you know, what qualifies a... I take the magnet out I put it on the track I drive it, it slides through the corners very controllably it's beautifully is it the fastest thing on the track no do i enjoy doing lap after lap with it
1: yes you know what more do you want well the only thing i i would say is you you have polycar track it is flat it is permanently set up and so it's smooth whereas i'm racing on 10 year old plus ninko which is as bouncy as feck and as a consequence i would be 99.9 percent certain a Skelexric E thirty tic tac would spend most of its time on its lid in all of the corners. Okay. Sadly. Okay. So I my company would make one of those and then you've just got a, a license to print money. How many repaint repaints are there of that thing? Endless, endless, endless. And to go with it, uh, a six three five again. Endless, endless repaints and that Shark-nosed beast is just a a joy to behold, and I don't like beamers. Um, But I will take... I'm really... When I give Simon his £3 back, I'm going to give him grief about they've got to put together a 635 to run alongside that SD1. Because the Spirit one, I've got a Spirit one, and it's nice. I don't believe it's one thirty-second, and I've had to go... Oh, and I quiver to say it, but I've had to go the... Three... D-chassis route with it. Oh, I feel grubby and dirty now. You could,
0: you're could. you not tempted to buy an Avant slot one?
1: I was sore
0: tempted. Um,
1: I was sore tempted until I saw the price of them. I mean, Marlborough livery, come on. Peachy or what? But there's uh, two things with that, the price and knowing that the underpinnings are Avant slot. Actually, I say knowing the underpinnings. I assume it's got their slightly odd pod thing, which is kind of hinged at one end rather than screwed.
0: I think that uh, whatever your slot car company is called, I think you have a you should you should brand name your motor mount as the slightly odd pod. I think <laughs> <laughs> it would be so uh, tempting uh, <laughs> to be
1: so flippant with all of it. I think, to be honest, I think
0: talking down the club, saying have you fitted your soap, piece, your slightly odd pod. <laughs> um, well, I think I I would. I'd, I think great choices are mass market cars. You could make circuit cars. You could make rally car. I mean, those you know, it's great choice. Yeah,
1: yeah. the E mm-hmm. thirty, I'm sure Fly, Mister Mister Fly, is basically eating out on the profits of the E thirty every day of the week, because that's it. that and his nine eleven shells must just be constant, constant earners. And that's yeah, top marks. I'd go for one of those. Uh, perversely, my final one that uh, wouldn't be. Um, which this is what uh, this is my 2024 catalogue, <laughs> my final one for the 2024 catalogue, would be another one that I will badger Simon to produce, which he never will, bless him, but a 240T. Oh, the Volvo Estate. The, the Volvo? No, 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 no. Oh, was that? No, the 240 t- before they made an estate. That wasn't the the one I'm thinking of. Had Nordica down the side and was very boxy and was just a joy. The one that it, in, a, in, a, in a weird way it was a joy. The one that SCX made as SRS two. No, they made uh, Oh, did they make? I don't know. it Was an SRS, whatever. Um, no, they, they made the eight fifty. I don't. I'm not really. I know they, they made 'em I'm going pre that. I'm going pre that shell, uh, slightly more boxy, two forty t. I think there's probably just a scant handful of decent liveries in it.
0: You think there's a gotta be there's a Scandinavian gap in the slot car market? I think there's 30
1: people in <laughs> Scandinavia who would buy at least two.
0: Well, I tell you, you've, you've inspired me. The follow-up to my TR7 V8 would...
1: Yeah, that's got to have the running,
0: mate. Yeah, well, not necessarily a running mate, but I think a Saab 99. Saab 99. I mean, 99. What what was the Saab rally car that was the. The very sort of beetle-shaped, what the really old, the one? the teardrop-shaped one, yeah, yeah. I've no idea. Um, 96. Oh, hang on,
1: um, oh, this is making terrible, making great terrible, audio. isn't it? Um, what well, didn't didn't
0: Sterling Moss's sister. sister? She run one of those, possibly because she married Eric Carlson, So there you go. Mm. Not yeah.
1: Again, the 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 part of the thing with not liking the cigar um, F ones. Like 1500cc's, whatever they were that you were talking about earlier. Part of the reason that I don't enjoy them so much, part of the reason I wouldn't enjoy a Saab so much, is that it doesn't have a livery, it just has a paint job, not a full livery. Yeah, and I like a bit of sponsored decal.
0: Well, uh, y- yes, yes, and no, I think there's something done well, caveat done well, there's something really attractive about a kind of 50s, 60s car, um, and I think. One, off to Skeletric. they do their retro cars beautifully. Um, so I think I'll just. Well, I'm excited by that Jag that's coming.
1: Well, I'd... I know. I think you're complaining. Someone's complaining that it'll have Goodwood liveries, and that's not real. But um, I'll, I'll take one of those.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm sort of. I'd rather have the real livery, as it were, rather than the modern one. But that's just me. But the real livery won't have. The th- as many stickers on it, exactly. It? It'll be better, <laughs> it'll be purer, it'll be in your eyes, purer, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I, I mean. Let's face it, someone is only racing the replica because of how good the original was, it's not the other way around. How could it be the other exactly. way Exactly. So, <laughs> next week, but
1: now, you, you, okay, oh, well, next week, what we'll be doing next time week? machine. <laughs> Oh. No. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. So the, the the reason I was saying your your company is a toy company is because you in the like discussion notes were also saying about buildings. What buildings are you going to make? To which I was saying, don't be um, distracted. Just make decent model cars. Well, and what track you were talking about making a track? There's enough track systems out there.
0: there. are track systems, but the track systems don't necessarily have all the specialist pieces you'd like. For example. The old, and I mean really old, the rubber track paddock piece for Skeletrics, where the cars are parked, at at ninety degrees and they run out onto the track, and there's a little cover. Over. Oh, uh, yeah. I would uh, imagine a modernised now a Goodwood version of that now with a little wooden. That would be lovely. But that's a Le Mans start type thing, is it? Kind of, but it's yeah. But, but I don't think it. I don't think it ever got made beyond. I think when the Le Mans start, they did a version of the Le Mans start which they called a paddock, wasn't it? But it was just the Le Mans start with a fence round it. But pre that, this one has a separate one. It had like Y pieces. The reels came out, so the car turned from ninety degrees, drove onto the track, and drove away. Beautiful. I'd love one of those. It's it, it, it's it. modelling, it's play value. I get all of that, but that's what it's all about. So you haven't been to my track yet. So as well as my track, nope. there's a reasonably full. I've been invited. You have been invited. Oh. oh 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 <laughs> There's a run of about ten Carrera garages in front of Fly Pit Lane and Fly Pit Wall next to my polycar tracks. Very multi system in my place. And on the far side of the circuit there's a run of the traditional Skeletrix pit buildings. So I love a building and I've got the you know, i <laughs> love a building I love a, I love a building um me i love a cheese ball i mean I've, I've even got a nightclub on my set a friend made me a really a friend visited and made me a nightclub out of a they converted a skeletrix control tower uh and it's a it's a wow. based on a new york nightclub and it's even got a glitter ball and I was wow. so excited, and I went down to Gage Master, who do a lot of model railway stuff, and one of the things I bought and wired up is a disco light system, uh, which is battery-powered. <laughs> so inside my disco, I have a disco light system.
1: Did you, uh, jumping around a little bit the way I am want to do, you sent me, um, perhaps we'll link to it, a fantastic um, 20, nearly half-hour video, a uh, French video of Le Mans from nineteen. 19- 74 thank you um did you see the brief clip of the strip of vans yes yeah I mean it's a <laughs> there's, a, giggle. there's a, a
0: about a day or so ago I found an earlier one which is Le Mans 1968 which has been restored by the same people uh, and it and it's a really interesting watch in, in and of its own right but the contrast 68 the circuit still had grass banks and hay bales i and I was going it,
1: to tell you this at the, look watching yeah. it because i've only been twice and i recognized various parts but i just thought holy cow the, the, i mean <laughs> how many years have passed um the landscape has changed it's quite extraordinary Yeah, no, it's, uh, and when i say the landscape the manscape has <laughs> changed as well because there was quite a few tashes and sideburns and I'm, that's just the mechanics Probably the amazing.
0: <laughs> it's the, these again, listener. So look, I YouTube uh, search for your friends so, uh, rest- I'll try and put a link. Yeah, rest- there restored there. Le Mans, nineteen sixty eight, nineteen seventy four. You, I'm sure you'll find them. And um, it's great to see the cars and the circuit. But as much as anything, and yeah. the joy of them is the the paddock and the the crowd shots, the ambiance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's lovely it's stuff.
1: It's fantastic stuff. And they, there was a lot in the one you shared with me. There's a lot from the Goodyear um, airship. I was I was watching it initially, thinking, "Oh wow, drones!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, not then, not then, not then. No. So, uh, if we mean so, out of all of those things that you've suggested, if I was going to buy you one for your birthday, if I could, if for some my some magic, I could take one of your own things, which would you like? Are you talking about my cast? Yeah.
1: Oh, that would be a real toughie, because I I would love back in the um, technical center at the rear of my house I've got a Ari um, r33 kit that's been waiting many years to be built I would love a sky I don't know quite what it is about skylines I do prefer the 32 but the 33 is the one that I know raced at Le Mans, and I would love one of those but then Honda NSX those are fantastic the red um, Kenwood liveried ones mm-hmm
0: um you got to pick one but if you're going to make me choose I'm, gonna, I'm gonna gonna going make to choose, make you choose
1: for the sake of being awkward I'm going to take a Volvo 240T <laughs> Nordica livery
0: Okay fair enough well consider that when you wake up on your birthday morning <gasps> you're going to I'm going to get you one of those I'm sli- I'm slightly worried that you referred to your shed as a technical center though that's yeah
1: it's the Oxford technical uh, what do I call it the Oxford Technical centre for excellence and speed. It's my shed.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, as you as you walk towards it, you go past uh, a pond, which is the cooling system for the uh, the fans that uh, run in there. I know it's a reference to woking and the McLaren technical. Oh, Center. I see. I, God, uh, Scott. Sorry,
0: I thought you would just. Oh. I thought you were having one of those moments, you know, senior ones. One
1: of those moments, of my life. So, it, it, your list. If I've got to make you something, apparently that's the way we do this tip for tap exchange <laughs> thing. Um, sort of. If I'm getting a Volvo two hundred and forty T Nordic delivery, what are you getting?
0: T R seven V eight.
1: Tony Pond. I think that's actually not a bad call. Yeah.
0: I, I I could go with that. What kind of hubs did they have on those? Mini lights. Oh, really? or, kind oh, of, or kind of looked like many lights from memory. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Uh, I'll see what I can do. Great noise over the weekend. Great noise. <laughs> it's the thought that counts, Peter. Okay.
1: <laughs> so tell me, Scott, uh, in the dying embers of this podcast, what what caught your eye? Has anything caught your eye? There must be something else this
0: week. Uh, well, I was amazed. Uh, there was suddenly yesterday uh, announced by Skeletric two, not one, but two new rally, no, well, not rally, one's a road car, escorts, uh, a Mark 1 escort. and a Mark 2. Yeah, so the, the... What do you mean? Oh, you mean new liveries? New liveries. No, not, uh, Yes, that kind of escort, Peter. Um, the, uh... I didn't think that.
1: Oh, smarty.
0: The uh no. a Mark One road <laughs> car in I'm gonna describe it as baby blue, which is the new club car. So if you sign up to Skeletrics Club, um, that's yep. the car. Saw that on the gram. Yep. I saw that on the gram, yeah. And a Mark 2 Rothman's, but not the what I would call famous nice Rothman's livery, the earlier Rothman's livery, which is a sort of insipid yellow and only a little bit of blue. Um so is that a rally? It's a ra- circuit or a rally, it's a rally car. Oh, okay. but seeing both of them inspired me to go and dig out i got so the t- last year's club car which i think was actually the year before's club car it just took so long to get here because of something um the black rally escort shell sponsored one um so it arrived a few weeks months ago and i'd never really done anything with it so i, I caught that out of the box and did a few laps just to celebrate and i con- <laughs> convince myself that i didn't need to buy the rothman's one so that's what. Co- so you won't buy the Rothmans one. I'm all every new car that gets announced. I'm tempted by, and I, I am Almost so, uh,
1: Almost everyone. Yeah. I'm sore tempted by, and then because there sufficient time passes between the announcement and the release, by the time the release has come, one something else will have caught my magpie eye, and two I've just thought about it a bit more and thought, oh yeah, no, maybe I don't need one. I had an SCX Escort. Um, I have several. You won't like, be surprised to know. Uh, big shock. Um, I didn't really warm to it. Skinny wee
0: tyres, bit top heavy. Slide, mm. Slides about. Great. No, it didn't slide about. It rolled about. Solemn. <sighs> you know, classic rally driving, sort of slow in, get the tail going, keep the power on, slide out. Scandy flicks. Scandy flicks. Yeah, all that good stuff. Mm. And what
1: was it? Oh, Sisu. You need the Sisu attitude as well, apparently. Is that some sort of port noodle? <laughs> no, it's what the uh, brr, the Finnish people have or what nationality Blond here. What nationality was um Hakenen. Was he
0: Finnish? Finnish. Yeah.
1: Sisu is a Finnish thing. and um, I don't know what it means. Okay, probably means But he, port he no- tried to Port Noodle. He, he tried to <laughs> He tried to instil some sisu in James May when he was trying to teach him the Scandi flick. All oh, right. And I probably discovered that it actually wasn't James May, but Jeremy Clarkson or something like that. I don't think it was. Whatever.
0: Anything else caught your eye, Scott? No, that was it this week. I was surprised Did though because sh- these, these came out of nowhere. Even you know, given that the range announcement is only what two months ago, there was no men But I like that. Yeah. I like.
1: I liked. A range announcement, that's always good. Gives you something to get giddy about. But I like the idea that right out of left field, they'll go, oh, yeah, and we're also making this, a Volvo 240T.
0: Well, the other thing which came to mind, uh, going back to your slot car company selections, and the I think you referred to it as a cash cow, um, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm well informed, shall we say, or I've been informed that uh, they can't make enough, Ford Escort models, uh, they just fly. Truly. They just fly off the shelf whenever they do them. So, no surprise that um, you know they probably work that mould, as you say.
1: Yeah, well, I think they need to work that. Well. Uh, so that's got me instantly curious, thinking they have to just be selling in the UK, then, aren't they? I mean, mm-hmm. Americans aren't going to buy Ford Escorts. They're not stupid. Mm, discuss. Um, Germans might, because they had Ford Escorts. So some on the continent, but. That surprises me because they always maintain that the btcccc cars don't make a buck, yet they still make them, and that or they claim that they you know they just don't sell outside of the UK. Yeah, I think, but it, they still make them.
0: Well, I think the as I understand it, the uh, it's the BTC cars are very popular amongst people who talk about slot cars and post about slot cars. So, um, but in terms of actual sales. And I think that's again we we you know we don't really understand the industry because we're not really part of it despite our, <laughs> as as yes. as a choice of yes. a choice of cars, but I would imagine I
1: think Maurizio I think Maurizio and Simon need to uh, listen to this podcast and quake in their boots though because we they could they could hire plans.
0: they could hire us as consultants,
1: yeah
0: oh damn no they've got our uh, top tips for free top tips for free that's just that's just a taster that's just a wheel, mm-hmm. that's just to reel them in wait till they get my. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you,
1: the real genius? You're keeping to yourself. Well, yes. Um, Scott, we have to finish this soon, but I wanted to say, I wanted you to say, Pedro, what caught your eye, Pedro, so that
0: I could, s- Pedro, what one. caught your eye? Funny you should say
1: that, Scott. Um, caught my eye. Nearly burnt my retinas. Have you seen what Hobby Classic are doing? Oh, tell Only me. Only a one thirty-second scale Hawaiian shirt. Who
0: drives Hawaiian? Who drives Hawaiian shirts? Who wore Hawaiian shirts? Oh, Tom! Is it is it suitably unbuttoned? It's Tom. Is Tom? Is it suitably unbuttoned to reveal a
1: manly hairy chest? You can't. From the photos I saw, you can't really see, but you can see there's a tash. So Tony Pond would be it's perfect. Uh, I could uh, use it.
0: He could drive my TR7 and pretend to be Tony Pond. <laughs> there
1: you go. You could reuse that. You could just license the uh, the model for the driver figure. Yeah, they're going to do a. Is it a 308? um a magnum pi version and the guy is wearing a hawaiian shirt and for
0: that i
1: doff my cap
0: very good but that's a road car it's not even a race car you normally are very anti-non-racing i don't say i'm going to buy (laughs) okay
1: all right so and (laughs) i'm very anti i'm very anti-tv
0: things but come
1: on (laughs) a one thirty second hawaiian shirt and attach
0: let me test let me had we can kept in the tv category do you want to know what i would have suggested no <laughs>
1: but tell me anyway because the listener in france who's deeply offended by my pronunciation of venturi is going oh i wonder what he was going to choose
0: do you remember the new avengers tv program
1: i certainly do because i, I w- went on about joanna lovely yeah. didn't i earlier do you
0: remember Steed's Jag? Oh, broad hurt, broad speed, broad, broad something. speed, yeah. Broad wheelbase, the big wheel, um, the big wheel arches, yeah. Yes, see, see now. Somebody does a resin one, don't they? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the beauty. Well, I guess it's interesting. i just had that thought is that 3D printing is the new resin, isn't it? So, oh, don't talk to me about 3D printing, <laughs> <It's> grubby behavior.
1: <laughs> what is it? I said, my I told you that my mother uh, had one of her famous phrases was. Um, to a man with a three D printer, the whole world looks like a .stl file. And that's a, that's a genuine quote from my mother. They just print anything. They they just look for things to print. Oh, well, I would that d- bottle hasn't got a lid. I'll three D print that overnight. That won't take much energy. Oh, I would,
0: but these these things are not cheap. So I would imagine if you've invested exactly. if, if you've invested in a three D printer, you want to use it as much as possible, no?
1: Oh, and, oh I need a pencil. I know. I'll print one overnight. <laughs> Um, a 3D printed Broadspeed Jag. Hmm. Yeah. No. But if you're going to uh, issue a writ and make my company produce a TV and movie car, a Broadspeed would be a good one. It seems like you're beating us too. That one.
0: Well, that, uh, yeah. That's competition. See, as you as you pointed out, if this was reality, we would be rivals. We'd be head to head.
1: Um, is that car the same
0: as the one that actually raced the track one? Oh, I, I guess it's probably a relative in some respect. At least the body kit. Got to be yeah, under. but I don't, I, I don't know the details. I think
1: they were fabulous pieces. Did you see? Um,
0: we're running hideously over time now, but did you
1: see um, that Harry, Ma- Harry Metcalf? <laughs> that Harry Metcalf. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: keep it together. <laughs> on, keep it, keep it
1: together. Don't start me off. Harry Harry Metcalf. He spent something like fifty grand doing up a five grand bought off eBay. I think that's the story. I might be changing it slightly. Um, What are they called? Uh, C. uh, What are they called? I don't know. XJC. Oh yeah, the the coupe.
0: The coupe. Yeah.
1: And he spent twenty four grand just on having the engine rebuilt. But they did a stunning job, a simply stunning job. And the end result is a fantastic car, which is probably worth about ten grand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, I get if you check how many YouTube views he's got, you can probably tell how profitable it is to make YouTube videos. That's very true. Yeah. Um (laughs) So yeah, he make half. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Thanks. come on come on, we're better than this okay right well I'm sure we're going to edit this better than we've just done so I, I am so tempted just to leave that
1: exactly as it is uh, you're shaking your head no. I know
0: I'm shaking it in despair that I know you're going to do that anyway I'll, do two versions.
1: I'll send you a version that's got it all edited out and you'll go yeah that's fine and then I'll actually release the one that's
0: got us cre- you creasing up lovely person um and there was me going to buy you a volvo for your birthday Uh, so thank you for thank you for this i say that every time probably more so than this one i hope you've enjoyed that hope you've had a think well, if I run a slot car company, this is what I'd make. Write to Carrera and Skeletrics and tell them they love having public yeah, don't feedback. So don't write, write to us. because. It, but uh, anyway, it's all good fun, and that's what slot cars are all about. So, uh, Pedro, do you want to say goodbye? Goodbye. And I'll say goodbye. And remember, if you want to go faster, turn up the voltage. <laughs> oh, uh, it wasn't really that waffle. It was uh, waffle. Uh, it was waffle, basically. Okay. okay, so, do to- it
1: up.